Hey guys, and you're welcome to another lovely episode with Ariel and I. We're so happy to have you guys back. <laughs> oh, we're so happy to be back. <laughs> Anyone? Hi, Ariel. Hi, everyone. Um, hi, May. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm so good. I'm so happy to be back. Like, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody's wondering where did you guys go to? Yeah, right. <laughs> we haven't had any new episode coming, and. Um, I know, guys, there is a very good example. In fact, I think our topic today will probably shine a bit of light yeah. into how that is. Um, you know what? Just let me let me do the introductions. Okay. Hi, guys. Um, We have another topic called the wilderness. So I think you guys are like, okay, okay. Let's see where they're going, you know. So let's go. Um, our topic is the wilderness. We'll be drawing definitely inspirations from the Bible, real life experiences, and the wilderness. What what does it really mean? You know, is a question that I think a lot of people will ask. And it's the wilderness for us. It symb- symbolizes a metaphorical journey or season in our lives. It represents a period of uncertainties, challenges, and isolation where we may feel disconnected from our usual source of comfort and familiarity. You know, just like imagine the Israelites, how they wandered into the wilderness after leaving Egypt. Gary, guys, wilderness. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Really? Anyways, (laughs) um, how the Israelites left Egypt, faced various trials, you know, and how they had to rely on God alone for his guardians so yeah we to experience that whole wilderness journey yeah. what do you think about it what was the wilderness for you well the wilderness i think it's uh it can be puzzling mm. and it can be an overwhelming place mm. where we may question god's wisdom and even ours our sanity you yeah know? like you're like what is going on here mm. sometimes people mistake wilderness for afflictions you know and um, it's a strange place honestly but as we'll discover it can also be a place of separation Mm. it can be a place of preparation Mm. and it can also be a place of revelation yeah so guys i'm i'm hoping you're ready to dive in me right yes i am so like let's get there um, so today we've divided the wilderness into three major segments and we're going to explore its different dimensions. So let's start with the first one. Mm. The wilderness as a place of separation. Mm. So what do you think about... <laughs> I wanted to throw that to you. <laughs> I mean, tell me, what do you feel or what do you think the wilderness as a place of separation is? Mm, okay, so... In the wilderness, you know, God often separates us from worldly influences mm. and things we depend on so that we learn to depend on him alone, you know. And if I'm thinking of one, definitely to be the Israelites when they were led out of Egypt mm-hmm. into the wilderness, they were separated from their familiar surrounding. Even though they used to complain, let us go out of Egypt, let us mm. go out of Egypt. But when they left Egypt and they realized they were not just going to Canaan immediately, they were going to have to pass through the wilderness. It was like, would have been better if we were back in Egypt. Nobody said the wilderness was going to be a place of comfort. It's the wilderness. Yeah, but most times we expect that God would just take us from Egypt to Canaan without the wilderness. 
you know. So when we pass through that, it's like, God, really, this is not what you told me. You told me you're taking to me, you're taking me to a land flowing with milk and honey. So why am I here? Yeah, I, you know, now that you had brought that up, and I'm, I, I think these are part of the things we are going to be talking about. Yeah. You know, I mean, you just said this is a, a place of separation. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, you know what? Let me not like spill the beans yet. I'm hoping that everyone will be able to explore that particular one you just spoke about. So let's continue from the place of separation. Now, I'm guessing we are going to get a bit of insight into what separation is about and how would actually work it. So before we get into there, I think I want to like give some examples, you know, um, like some life examples because I can relate with separation. I didn't even know that I was going to be separated from people, from things and just depend on God. I didn't even know how the separation came in, but I just noticed that God was separating me, right? And I was just wondering what is happening I just felt the desire to just be more around God and less around people or things, you know. And it took me time, but I started realizing this is actually a, a turning process, right? This is a this is getting to a new dimension because when you're in your wilderness, can you say it was about sieving? Like you know, when you sieve. Mm, yeah, the, and yeah, mm-hmm. actually, that's actually a very good thing because I just thought about it. You know, like for example, the Israelites are coming out of the out of out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of ideologies that they have. Mm. There are a lot of um things that God has told you not to do, but they've they are so used to it. Mm-hmm. So in the wilderness, right, God has to change that ideology, mm-hmm. change their their thinking process, right? Mm-hmm. So you may have to cut some people off. Mm. He may have to cut some thoughts, some ideas. So definitely he has to separate them for him to be able to put this new thoughts in them, this mm-hmm. new way of life. Mm-hmm. Because if you're still around the same people, the same things, then where's the difference? Mm. Do you get? Mm-hmm. So, I, th- I think that that's actually very powerful. And that just came to me right now as we we're speaking. So, mm. it makes sense why the wilderness is actually a place of separation. I mean, it's very, what you just said right now, it's very powerful. Um, the wilderness can indeed be a place where we come to know God in ways we have never, never, ever known him before. Yeah. Right. And like you just said, it's like a reminder that even amidst of the uncertainties, we can find comfort in his guidance and his presence. Yeah. Again, like I was trying to say that the wilderness in itself, it's, it's tricky because most times, like you said, they were coming from Egypt. Yeah. To them, they had been afflicted. Yeah. You know, and during the whole journey in the wilderness, they were like, "Oh my God, I think the affliction was a better place to be in." Mm, mm. Though separated, mm. right? And in my head, I'm like, "Hmm. So what's the difference between this wilderness?" I remember how they got there to start with. Yeah. That journey was supposed to be forty days. Yeah. Yeah, you know, was supposed to be forty days. I, yeah, I think this forty days they would enter um, perfectly with the next segment, which okay. is the wilderness as a place of preparation. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um. Let me. You know what? Let me take a stab at this. Hmm. Okay. So the wilderness as a place of um, preparation. It is where God equips you. Hmm. Oh, 
God equips us, not yeah. the personalizes. God equips us with what we need for our journey, mm. right? So there's one biblical example that comes to mind is the Israelite journey. I think the Israelite journey really portrays yeah, this wilderness, wilderness period. Yeah. So through the wilderness, just after they had left Egypt, and I think it's in the book of Exodus mm-hmm. 13, verse 17 to 18. And I read, I quote this, then it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines. Although that was near, for God said, least perhaps the people change their mind when they see war and return to Egypt. So God led the people around the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up in orderly ranks out of the land of Egypt. Mm. Reading this, I'm like, God actually led, led them. them. <laughs> you know, yeah, like when you were reading it, I was like, mm-hmm. wow. And it just reminded me of Jesus. Mm. You know, it said Jesus was led into the wilderness, right? By and the Holy Spirit. Exactly, by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. So it just makes sense. It's like anybody that is led into the wilderness, it's God that actually leads you there. Yeah. You know, it's not just... Oh, I want to walk into the wilderness by myself. By myself. But well, you know, quick question now: How would you know you are led? Like, how would you? Because this is a place of affliction, and you're going to the wilderness. Like, how will you differentiate affliction and wilderness? Hmm, that's that's a deep question. But I think like these are like things we've mentioned so far mm-hmm. would be able to let you know so for example separation mm. when you notice that and you notice preparation like he's training you there are things that so they are training yes that, okay like good. the wilderness is a training ground you know that makes sense because he said that if um the people had seen war they mm. would have returned to egypt so he had to train them to be able to be strong enough but i don't think a lot of people are discerning to know that is a training ground like for instance now they were they had sleep masters yeah not going through weeping and all i could imagine how not even imagine it was written how the children were actually lashing out at um, Moses. Yeah, you know that would, would have been have, better. Would have been better that they even were complaining about. Oh well, we were in Egypt. We were able to eat this. Now we're having quails. We're having. They were complaining. Yeah, a lot. So it would have been a difficult. And for well, someone, like, you know, for God, that told them you're going to a land that's flowing with milk and honey. And yeah, food. and now you're eating. What are you eating? You're but like you're, you're just saying we don't even know what this is. It's called manna. It doesn't mm-hmm. even last. Mm-hmm. The next day, there are a lot of rules to that. So I think it would be very difficult for folks to even know when they actually. So. My guys, spirit of descent. Yeah, I think pray for spirit, yeah, yeah, pray for spirit of descent. Yeah, so you know, like you said in Exodus thirteen seventeen to eighteen, we read how God intentionally led them into the wilderness, knowing that you need to go through this experience to be prepared for the promised land. And like we said, God leads people through the wilderness, and you know something that is even funny, until you pass that test, you won't leave that wilderness. Now that makes sense. Forty days became what? Forty years. Wow, guys, so uh, your training, it comes with you having to accept that you're in the wilderness, going through training that's going to equip you for life. Now, if you do not descend that you're in the wilderness, you might spend the longest period of time there. And there's no short route. You just have to go through the training. You actually have to go through it. Even though, and everyone's zone is different, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can't just say, oh, um, Mr. A's zone is this way, so this has to be how my wilderness looks like. No. Mm-hmm. 
you can't even know what your wilderness would be like for instance now we know that jesus was led by the holy spirit to go to the wilderness and his temptations were different from what the children of israel mm-hmm. also went through yeah. so a couple of us also have different wildernesses so um guys do not compare my wilderness and your wilderness is basically what we are saying yeah definitely and let's look at segment three okay the third one yeah the wilderness as a place of revelation. Hmm. What do you think? Hmm. I think <laughs> this is where God, like like it said, like when God reveals himself and hmm. no one knows God to the fullest. You, right now, we still are seeing different dimension of God in our lives, right? So hmm. God reveals himself in a profound way. And I think this is tied to your kind of training, right? The kind of training would really expose you to the part of god you would see do you know what i was thinking about mm-hmm. i was thinking about when god revealed himself to you during your wilderness period mm. um during that covid time mm-hmm. you know when you start asking like oh. i i was I, so it was a question in period for me yeah i was asking um i think i even this particular thing i had yesterday i was on the phone with a friend of mine and he told me he didn't I think what he meant was like he was I I hope I'm getting this right. He was just going with the flow. He said he didn't know if there was an existence of God. I I'm like, mm. what exactly do you mean? You know? I told him I was in the questioning phase myself mm. and I questioned a lot of things and I asked just the right questions. So I I must say I also went through some trainings. I didn't understand what I was going through, but yeah, pretty much um I think everyone had to go through that. So yes, God will reveal himself to you. I don't think you have control over the time at which that revelation will show, but trust the process. Yeah, trust the process. But I like how you put that revelation time because, you know, I, I saw something somewhere that actually um struck, that actually struck me. God is not afraid of your questions. Mm. You know, you can actually ask because like sometimes... A lot of people feel like, oh, let me not ask this kind of questions. When he wants to reveal himself to you, he has to, like, it's okay if you ask those certain questions and he would show you where he is, you know. So, doing that, your point of, um, your wilderness point when you needed him to reveal himself to you, there were definitely a lot of questions that you asked. Why are we here? What is our purpose? So there was one that really stood out for me. Like, why do we live to eventually die at the yeah. end? Yeah, that was actually a very deep one, yeah. you like know. Why, why are we living if mm. at the end of the day we die? Yeah, but I'm happy that God revealed, you know, what our purpose here on earth is, what we are supposed to do. Mm. So you just didn't feel like a, you just live and you just die, you know. There's yeah. the purpose in between, Yeah. right? Yeah. So definitely the wilderness is also a part where God reveals himself to us. We can see in... Um, even in Exodus, can I remember when um, I think the Bible quoted like fiery serpent. Um, yeah, where the I think it was when they were complaining. Yeah, when they were complaining, God actually sent the snakes. Mm-hmm. And then He's now said, anyone that believes, mm-hmm. and the one on the bronze, the bronze snake mm-hmm. that Moses had created, yeah. would the I think would be healed. But yeah, but people died. Yeah, people did die. Wow. Um, not that I'm saying this to scare anyone that your wilderness period will lead to death or <laughs> no, 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 but it's just something to take note of. It's a period where you really need 
God's intervention. You need to be discerning and you need to listen to yeah. it, like for you to go through that period yeah. and come out strong and yeah. see God revealed. Yeah. I think, yeah, very important. And, you know, to summarize this whole wilderness um, discussion, I think the wilderness teaches us valuable lessons about trust, mm. reliance on God, mm-hmm. and definitely the revelation of his character. Mm-hmm. Maybe challenging, it may be uncertain. It's definitely an uncertain season. Yeah, it's always challenging. So. Yeah, but definitely the transformative and life-changing experience. I agree to that. Yeah, so... Okay, so I, I think as we conclude today's episode, let's be reminded that the wilderness may seem like a puzzle, right? But from God's perspective, it's a place of separation. It's separating you guys from the chaff and the wheat, you know. It's a way... Like pr- gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like when we use words like pruning and trying mm-hmm. to clean off the... I think it's threshing floor. Yeah. Like in the, um, that's what they were always doing. That's why you have a lot of Bible illustrations that have threshing floor. Um, yeah, it's a place of preparation and a place where God reveals himself, mm. right? So it's where we learn to trust him um where our weaknesses becomes the opportunity for his provision i'm sure you know that um i think it was when um it was jacob's um tyrone when he had to wrestle with yeah. the angel jacob actually went through his own wilderness yeah, so when he had to run away from the family yeah. he was with laban yeah he, he you know when he, he came was, back he came back as a different person he came back as dif- he was different because he actually had that he fought with the angel of yeah. the lord so when he went, because he was so dependent on himself, mm, that's why. Because I didn't understand that. Like, why did you break his typo, mm. right? But you need to be reliant on oh God. God. Mm. That's what you mean, basically. So, um, you your weaknesses is that opportunity where you need God's provision, right? And where we encounter His presence in profound ways. It's very different for everyone. Mm. Everyone sees God differently. So yes. Um, me sign us out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining in on this journey through the wilderness. We hope you found inspiration and encouragement. And remember, you're not alone in the wilderness, God is with you every step of the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, guys, do stay tuned for our next episode, and uh, we'll be exploring more fascinating topics as we always do. And um, stories from the Bible until then. Keep seeking God in your wilderness and embracing the lesson that he's about to give you, show you. And, he has started showing uh, you. He started showing you, as the case may be. And remember, God loves you. God loves you, everyone. Bye. Bye, guys.